Good evening on this Wednesday evening. Uh, I'm your host and messenger, John Rosenberg, live from Jacksonville. Once again, it's on. On this episode, we're going to talk about DR, Dominican Republic, uh, the anti-Haitian races that's in the, the that's in the country. Uh, I wanted to pose this question. I said, where does the anti-Haitian stem from? Is there historical? Is just something that just happened? Automatically, where does that anti-Haitian stem from? Like I told you guys before, Dominican Republic is a fictional country. Okay, the reason why they they was able to gain that name and retain most of the land on the west side because during, according to historian, I have to be clear, according to historian, we didn't change the name after we gained our independence in 1804. So we we fought on Dominican land and we keep the land because the Saint Domingue was the name that the French gave it, and uh, the the Spaniards call it Española, and the Taínos call it Haiti, or Quisqueya. Now it's one land mass with two nations, same mother, same father, well one mother with different fathers. Now. We share the same land mass. The land mass is roughly a hundred thousand square miles. Lumpy IT, Lumpy IT is one hundred thousand square miles. Now, when it comes to the anti sentiment, the anti Haitian in DR. Now, I already told you that Haitian make eighty five percent of the agriculture sector and the construction sector. The tourism, you might say, Haitian make fifty percent of that, or forty percent of the tourism. Because a lot of those Haitian, they are the translators for those tourists. Because many Dominicans don't speak two languages. They only speak one language, which is Spanish. You have some Dominicans who travel abroad, who live abroad. The other one that come and do the translation sometimes. But in the island, if you go to those resorts, you will notice that it's Haitian that do most of the translation. Now that being said, when it comes to the agriculture sector, they're gonna get they once Haitians are leaving the island, they're going to catch a lot of hell. Now, yes, there is this, this uh, colorism. You know, colorism is a global phenomenon, but when it comes to the Caribbean islands and to throughout South America, you see it in Puerto Rico, you see it in Cuba, you see it in in all those uh, you know Latin America, where you guys call Latin America, but South America, Central America, it is there. They like to degrade the dark-skinned people of those places, and those dark, those dark, those colored people of those places, they are the indigenous people of those countries. Whether it's Puerto Rico, whether it's uh, Guatemala, Honduras, uh, Mexico, all etc. 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 All those indigenous people you call Moreno, Negro, whatever you want to call them, they are the indigenous people of that land, contrary to popular belief. Now back to uh, back to Haiti and Dominican Republic. Now it is prophesized there's going to be a calamity coming towards the Haitian. Like I told, and it's going to backfire towards the Haitian, towards the Dominican Republic government. We all know that there's a there's a ten percent. Okay, those are mostly upper class Dominicans who's in the government, who have that hatred. That goes back to Trujillo. Trujillo. In the 1930s, he had a big massacre where he massacred a uh, wealthy 30,000 Haitian. You know, it's well documented. Um, he said a Haitian was stolen cows, and that was his premise 
to massacre. Why would you massacre somebody because they're stolen cows? But I digress on that. And then they, he was um, Per Hill. Per Hill is parsley. So a lot of Haitian can they can't say Per Hill. Per Hill. Per Hill is parsley in English. Parsley, you know, is, is, a, is a vegetable, is a, is a spice. So a lot of Haitian could say Per Hill. Per Hill. So they say they couldn't pronounce that word. So they put a parsley uh, bush, according to a historian, they couldn't pronounce that word. When they put that parsley uh, bush in front of them, you say, stay there in Spanish. Pejel, pejel. He didn't say pejel. He said, they said, okay, you Haitiano, I'll cut your head off. So during that time, there was a big massacre. That was during Chorillo. He, I think he, he was in power for 40 years. He was good friend with Batista, that pendejo from Cuba. He was good friend with Batista. He was well documented. You can go watch the documentary on it. They were best buddies because when Batista was exiled from Cuba, first place he landed was Santo Domingo. Then from there he went to Spain, España. He that's where he ended up dying after his eighty years in exile. So back to Haiti. Now the Haitian people, like I told you guys, we are very special. We are very special. But there's some calamity that's coming our way. A lot of us are tête hard-headed, don't listen. Now, most of you guys are there. Some of you guys are there for pleasure. Uh, some of you guys go to DR for school. And some of you guys work there. Some of you guys have businesses over there. Like I said, on many occasions, or many times, I told you guys, sell your business, get the hell out of there. Granted, we know Haiti's in bad shape, particularly Port-au-Prince. But the Haitian leadership is in shambles. Nobody can refute that. The Haitian leadership is in shambles. It's disgusting. It needs to be dismantled, dismantled completely. I don't he is a tissue drug book here. He got to go. All of them got to go. Okay, or we'll put them to death. That's, see, that's how you got to do it. Put them to death or they got to go. So they don't step down, we're just going to kill them. That's just as simple as that. That's where we come to. We come to that point now. There's no, no. There's too many bloodshed, too many innocent blood, too many lives have been destroyed because of those bad leadership. Yes, we have to take accountability for our own doing. It's not only the, you know, um, the United States and France, and we know that, yes, they have, France was there 200 years, Spain was there 300 years. So we know... The damage, the damage is tremendous. Nobody, you can't put a price on it. It's priceless. So that is this anti-Haitian for uh, among the aristocrats in the Dominican Republic that don't want Haitian in the public. But in the, the flip side, they do need a Haitian because the agriculture sector is based on Haitian labor. And the construction, center, uh, construction sector is based on Haitian labor. Now, all I'm saying that this is just my perspective. You may have your own perspective about the situation. We as Haitian, we have to do better. Okay, we have to do better. The anti-Saint, we a lot of Haitian have the discussion. They're still going to DR. I say this is why I don't go to DR. Yes, we are the same people. We are we are the same people, but some Dominican think they're better than Haitian. Co-heartedly think that they think they're Spaniard. I say, no papi, you're a little bit of maricón. You're not Spaniard. Tu hablo España, no España. Tu hablo Español, no España. So, that being said, the anti-Haitian 
is there, is, is embedded in the culture because they teach their children the Trujillo dictatorship, how they mistreat Haitian. They, they treat Haitian like dogs and so on and so forth. Even Trujillo, he was so disrespectful, he used to put his foot on the Haitian flag. They burned the Haitian flag on many occasions. You've seen the videos. So, Dominican Republic, the government, gonna, they're going to catch hell. Because a lot of stuff that they're doing, because they're, behind, they're also behind their instability in Haiti. But they're not going to say, they're not going to say it's true. It's, they're going to say it's false. But I could hardly believe that they are, are players in this instability in Haiti. The government, the Dominican, not the people, the Dominican Republic government, Luis Aminadeh and his compadres, they are involved in instability. Don't don't let don't believe the hype. It's just a, it's just for TV. Don't let, listen to nothing they tell you. They are part of the instability. Now, it's our leaders too. Number one, blame is on our leadership. They are the one that let those Europeans come to the country and buy all those things and damage our industries. Okay, that's why the agriculture is in shambles because I say we need to rebuild the agriculture sector. Because during Duvalier, the agriculture, we have industries. We are feeding the world. Haiti has so much food. I'm listening to the Haitian historian. They say, we are secondly more York. We have, uh, okay, the, the, the more York is where they make the cassava, right? The aqua. So more York, they was giving it to the dogs. That's, that's um, so much food that they had at one time in the country. We're going back to that very soon, but it's going to take a while. But we need to rebuild the agricultural sector. This is why I give um, Jovan Moyes a lot of credit. He was built on that. He was based on that stuff. We must be able to feed our children and ourselves and have reserve in case of a hurricane, in case of emergency. We must have reserve. Every country has reserve for their citizen. And Haiti had that during Duvalier and before Duvalier. So, like I said, the anti-Haitian in DR is not only in DRs throughout the world because the what we have you know what we have done our independence was like a it was a lot of hatred after we get an independence a lot of European countries they have gone before us and manipulate us they they lied to the public about Haitian so people have this uh, attitude towards Haitian when they see Haitian because the media they always show Haiti in bad light. They never show you the paradise of it. Haiti is truly a paradise. Yes, wholeheartedly, I believe that. And a lot of Haitians believe that too. But now, some Haitians say, no, it's not a paradise. Look at the condition of the country. Yes, I get that because the condition of the country now is bad, particularly in Port-au-Prince. It is terrible. The street trash everywhere. They don't clean up the street. Like when I was growing up as a young boy, I didn't see trash in the street like that. I've never seen trash like that. Only time you see trash in the street is when there was a tornado, hurricane, mostly a hurricane. We don't have to say tornado like that. We have hurricanes. It's only like you have a heavy rain for like maybe a week, a couple of days, then you might see some trash. And the, the neighbors will come out with their shovels. They will clean the street. Or the government will send out machines to clean the street, the tractors, to clear up the street and repave the street. But nowadays... You know, there's dead bodies around. I, I wasn't. I, I didn't see none of that. During um during uh, baby dog, you know, there's a few people told them I could I was killed, but we saw the, the, those dead bodies. But they were picked up by the morgue the next day. But 
nowadays people, there's dead people on the street and trash everywhere. I'm like, it's more like a freaking hell over there. Back to DR. Like, this is what I tell you guys in DR. Haitian nationals. My, my suggestion, my, I would advise all of you guys who live in DR. I'm not telling you what to do. This is my advice for you. You need to exit out. If you don't have to go back to Haiti, you can come back to the United States. You can go to elsewhere. I know it's proximity, right? It's close to you. You want to go there. I get it. You want to buy goods from DR. I get all that. But the government don't want you there. They want to undermine you, manipulate you, mistreat you, overprice their, their, their rent, overprice their, their school just to make money out of you. Now, all that is going to backfire towards them. It's coming, it's prophesied, it's going to backfire towards the Dominican Republic. Dominican Republic will be damaged, will be destroyed completely. Completely destroyed. Like I said, it's a, it's a fictional country that was comprised by the United States and the bourgeoisie in the island. Both sides of the island, they were in cahoots. They were in cahoots with each other to create this new state. The reason why he, um, the guy was saying it is a spiritual thing. Because we didn't change the name after we gained our independence. We kept the Saint Domingue. So consequently, they end up having the largest piece of the land. If we had changed the land after we defeat the French army that night, that next day, and changed the name completely, we kept the same Saint Domingue name. We didn't change the name to 1805. And by then, it was already a year late. So that's why I'm saying everything started with the spiritual. They said this is why. The country is divided because if we had changed the name after the, the revolution to IT, the whole name would still be IT. But now, because we kept the Saint Domingue name throughout the, the fighting, after the fighting, it was still called Saint Domingue. We didn't change the name right away. Okay? So that's our problem. And then this is with the mistake that our forefathers have made. And it kind of manifests to what our problem is. There will never be a two-country, two-nation if they have done that. But they didn't do that, according to historian. So that's why they, we have two, two nations in one island. Now, I have no hatred towards the hate Dominican public people. I don't really mess with Dominican public, with stupid Dominican. But Dominican, they have some intellect, they have some wisdom, they have some common sense. I can do, I can stomach them even better. But Dominican who think that, they're better than Haitian. Those of you at Muelta, you go, you're going to die very soon. I have to tell you that. Because that mindset, you cannot take that mindset to the new Haiti. It's not going to stand. It's not going to happen. you either El Muelta, you're going to go to Puerto Rico, and by then Puerto Rico be underwater, or you go to Cuba. 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 Or you go to España. España too, she's going to be all destroyed. So you're going to have a big, tough time. You better get in line with what the future, the future is, is Haiti. It's not Dominican, it's Haiti. Haiti have a lot of natural resources. They know that already. Untapped national. I didn't know Haiti got the largest gold deposit in the Americas. Not in the Caribbean, in the Americas. The largest gold deposit. We have the better petroleum than Venezuela. We have more petroleum than Venezuela. And ours is the highest quality. We got this black matter called is nitrogen, 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 nitrogen. So this black matter that the NASA's use it, one ton of that costs forty nine billion now. One ton of it, and we have trillions of ton of it. We have trillions of ton in the mountain. 
So think about that. NASA use it. So Haiti is the future. Okay, not Dominican Republic. Haiti is the future. Lampedusa is a wealthy 100,000 square miles. Because we have no borders. We're no nation. So it is our time. But let me address the Dominican people. We are one nation, one people. Because of the aristocrats in, of the island in America and Spain and France, they create two nations to go at each other. It was prophesied for us to hit each other's gut. But the time is coming for Dominican to open the, the spiritual eyes to see what's going on. And I don't hate the Dominican people. It's the aristocrat in that nation. It's the government I hate. They're the one that brainwash the people in the school, the Catholic Church. We need to burn all those churches toward the island. Dominicans have to burn the churches over there. They're gonna burn some of them over there very soon, or they're gonna catch a fire on their own. The anti-Haitian and DR is stemmed from the Trujillo massacre in the 1930s, and they teach that same rubbish to their children in school, and they grew up with this mindset towards Haitian. It's not their fault. That's how, that's how they were bred. Okay, that's how they were raised them. And I met some Dominican, and they tell me, Lou, listen, man, Rosenberg, listen. A lot of this thing was taught in, uh, to us in school, and especially with some of us, we have Haitian friends, and some of us, we didn't have Haitian friends. But we met some Haitian when we come to the States, and we, they, they start telling us about their history. Okay, a lot of them, they didn't know the history until they come to this country. Or some of them, they even go to Haiti to learn the, the history. They had to cross the borders to go learn that history from a Haitian perspective. So we are the same people, but Haiti is the future. I'm very sorry. I'm very sorry for you guys. Haiti is the future. Whether you like it or not, it is our time to rule. Not only the, the Americas, but the whole world. But I digress. I'm just a messenger. I'm not your prophet. I'm not your bishop. I'm not your pastor. I'm not your president. I'm just a messenger. The anti-Haitian is going to end very soon. But Haiti too, because the, the, the Dominican Republic, according to people that's in the known, they are planning another massacre. From what I understand, this massacre is going to be epic. This is why I'm telling Haitian people to leave DR, go back home, leave Dominican Republic. Leave Dominican Republic, go back home. Because they are planning a sinister, a sinister, a sinister planning. They are planning, their plan is very sinister. They are planning another massacre. And this massacre is going to be bigger than truly, truly. Okay? So this is why I'm telling you guys, I'm advising you guys to leave, to go back to the, um, Haiti. Some of you guys are going to leave voluntarily. Some of you guys are going to leave in body bags. But... I, I just passed me. Other people have told you that before. They tell you that it's gonna be a massacre, and in the, in, in the Dominican side, they, they got America's behind it. Yes, United States behind it, and that's why they give a Dominican all this special stuff, all this uh, the money to do those things. And you have the aristocrats in DR that's behind it. So this is what I'm telling you guys: get the hell out of DR, go back to Haiti. Don't stay there. Don't even most of us gonna we gonna go back to our country eventually. All Haitian gonna head back to Haiti eventually. It's coming, it's right around the corner. It's bound to happen, it's going to happen. So what I'm saying is that the anti-Haitian uh, in DR is stemmed from it stemmed from the Churillo massacre in the 1930s 
it carries on to the, till today among the aristocrats. Not all Dominicans who think like that. I don't think majority, I'll say about 10% to 20% may have this um, way of thinking. But like I said, we are brothers and sisters, whether you like it or not. But unfortunately, Malarismo, there's going to be millions of deaths throughout both sides of the island. So DR is a fictional country. I know you guys hate when I say that. Oh, John, you want to go back to the Spanish uh, constitution? That's, that's invalid. Because the Spanish constitution doesn't stand because that land doesn't belong to Spain. Same thing with France. It doesn't belong to France. It belongs to us. Yes, not France or Spain or, Spain or United States. The whole island belongs to us. Now, those of you who think you are Spanish, we're going to give you a one-way ticket or we're going to take you in body bags. So choose wisely. Once again, you can follow me on Instagram, LeCandy underscore. You can follow me on Facebook at John Rosenberg. You can follow me on Twitter at John Rosenberg. You can also follow me on TikTok, John Rosenberg. I'm also on WhatsApp, LeCandy on WhatsApp. Those of us who are international, TikTok is international. You can go on TikTok and follow me and John Rosenberg. So once again, this is your host, The Messenger. One God, one nation, one love. We got next. Mother IT is already here. Take care.